1: Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to another episode of Living Scriptures and our fourth uh, series of the title Facing Your Giant. Praise God. I believe God has been um, expanding His Word in our hearts. We've seen how to face the giant of fear, we've seen how to face the giant of little thinking. And we'll also be looking at another giant today to wrap up. My name is Morenike, and we also have Pastor Charles here. Second Kings chapter seven verse three. Now, four men who were lepers were at the entrance of the city's gate, and they said to one another, "Why should we sit here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we will die there. And if we sit here, we will also die. So now, let us go over to the camp of the Arameans. That's the Syrian." If they let us live, we will live. And if they kill us, we will only die. So they got up at twilight to go to the Aramean camp. But when they came to the edge of the camp, there was no one there. For the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the sound of the chariots and the sound of horses, the sound of a great army. They had said to one another, The king of Israel, as I had against us, the kings of the Hittites, And the kings of the Egyptians to come and fight against us. So the Arameans fled during the twilight and left their tents, horses and donkeys, even left the camp just as it was and fled for their lives. When these lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into one of the tents and ate and drank and carried away food from there, silver, gold, clothing, and went and hid them. Then they went back again and entered another tent and carried some valuable things from there also and went and hid them. Then they said one to another, we're not doing the right thing. This is a day of good news. Yes, we are keeping silence. If we wait until the morning light, some punishment for not reporting this nows will come to us. So, now let us go and tell the king's household. And so, the fourth series today is facing the giant of indecision. Come
0: on, Jehovah, say it. Jehovah, you say it. I trust In you. you. Welcome back. Thanks, Morenike. So today we are concluding this series of teachings, and I want to believe that you have been blessed and transformed. The presence of a giant paralyzes us, and the fears causes us stalemates. Little thinking, on the other hand, results in either no action or control actions. So do they want to deal with the giant of idleness, inactivity, or indecision? In 2 chapter 7, verse 3. Now, four men were lepers at the entrance of the city's gate, and they said one to another, Why should we sit here until we die? That is indecision, inactivity. This leper, at this time, has three options. Stay in the city, sit still at the gate, and beg from hungry-looking, famine-infested, almost-becoming carnivorous children of Israel. What are their chances for survival in the city? If they get into the city, they could die. At the gate, they could die. With the enemy, there, therefore, what is their chances? They could either survive or leave. Which is the best option? So they choose to take the risk. They took the chance with a less risk. Can I tell you, my dear listeners, four things that you need to learn from this story? Number one, the city could be prophetically forbidden for you. What do I mean? The city is the starting point or previous place for the people with leprosy. It is in between the next place and the current place the city is going backward for them. So when you have the problem of indecision, going backward is not a good option. If you have been a believer in the past, you've been going to church, reading the Bible, backsliding from the faith, reversing into unbelief and prayerlessness, is not the best way to face and conquer your giants. The Bible tells us that no man, having put his hand on the plow, And looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Number two, sitting still is also disallowed. Once again, this is a prophetic statement. Sitting still is a friend to failure. Sitting still is idleness and indecision. And they are the greatest enemy to our progress in life. I hope you still remember the procrastination, that procrastination is a grave, that buries golden opportunities. And someone defined poor people, P-O-O-R, as people overlooking opportunities, repeatedly. So last but not the least, not every lost opportunity you need to know can be recovered or regained, except by divine help. The prodigal son lost all his wealth, even though he gained his father's love back, but he never got the wealth back. So my dear friends, face the giants of indecision today. I
1: trust, I trust. Come on.
0: Welcome back. Facing your giants of indecision in Second King Kings 7, verse 3. Now four men were lepers, were at the entrance of the city's gate and they said one to another, why should we sit here until we die? Number three, you can either stand still, falling into the enemy's camp, or go forward. As a matter of fact, in Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, we were told, God said to the children of Israel, Why stand ye still and cry unto me? Go forward. God's will for the people with leprosy is to fall into the host, that is, get into the city of the enemy. God's will for the children of Israel is not to stand still, but to be ready to go forward. God is challenging you today. Do something every day in the direction of your calling. Do every something every day in the direction of your purpose or your future dreams and visions. Otherwise, you will soon discover that the future has started before you even discover of it. John Wesley traveled 250 miles on horseback, averaging 20 miles a day for 40 years. Preach 4000 sermons. Produced 400 books, knew 10 languages. At 83, he was annoyed that he could not write more than 15 hours a day without hurting his eyes. At 86, he was ashamed he could not preach more than twice a day. He complained in his diary that there was an increasing tendency to lie in bed until 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) I want to tell someone today listening to me, do not just stand idle. Do something about your life and future. Don't depend on welfare alone. Go forward. Look for a job. There is more to life than marriage, than food, than sex, and making babies. May God help us in the name of Jesus. Facing your giants in the
1: future. Welcome back, dear listeners. We want to pause and use this opportunity to invite us all to the end of the year celebration. We believe in entering into the new year in the presence of God. It's so exciting to know that we are finally coming to the end of another year, 2023. And we're gradually looking at 2024 ahead. So on the night of the 31st, which is a Sunday, by 9 p.m. in the evening, we usually gather together for a time of worship, fellowship, testimonies, and prayers, and what we call an overnight service. not really an overnight because we're usually done by 12.30 a.m. We're hereby inviting you to join us for a time spent in God's presence into the new year at 80 Fitzgerald Avenue in the city center at the Fresh Anointing International Church, Christ Church. Praise God. Um, I have this um, illustration to encourage our hearts today about facing the giant of indecision. The American Patriot Daily Almanac tells this amazing story of courage and faith. In the early hours of February 2, 1943, the U.S. Army troop ship steamed through the icy water of Torpedo Ally of the coast of Greenland. The ship, carrying more than 900 men, was having a rough go of it. Winter winds screeched across the North, North Atlantic, and every sea pounded the bow. Beneath the French side surface logged a German submarine. At 12:55 a.m., it's a torpedo ripped into the Dorchester side, and immediately the ship started to sink. Desperate soldiers rushed topside, stumbling towards lifeboat and jumping overboard. Amid the confusion, four army chaplains walked quietly and methodically, calming the soldiers, directing them towards lifeboats, and handling out life jackets. When they ran out, they took off their own life jackets and put them on other men. They were four chaplains of different faiths, Jewish Rabbi Alexander Good, Catholic priest John Washington, and Protestant minister George Fox and Clark Pollan. They had joined the U.S. Army to tend to the spiritual needs of the troops. Now, in this hour of urgent need, they put their courage and faith to work so that others might leave. As the ship slid beneath the surface, soldiers in the lightboat took one last look at the Dorchester. They saw the four chaplains standing on deck, arms linked, praying. Rescue ship plucked 230 men from the sea but 672 died in the freezing Atlantic. The four chaplains were not among the survivors. They were always together, one soldier later said, they carried their faith together. The four chaplains died as they lived, serving their country, their fellow men, and God.
0: Facing your giants of indecision... In 2 chapter 7, verse 3, Now four men who we were lepers at the entrance of the city's gate, and they said one to another, Why should we sit here until we die? Number four, when you get in and see the spoil like the lepers, remember those still in the city. If you do not do something with regards to soul winning, kingdom mindset promotion, or promoting God's will and God's word on earth, or sharing your testimony, your ungrateful and unprofitable child and servant. And if you do not also help the poor, you are not doing well, my dear listeners. When you get in and see the spoil, remember those still in the city who are lacking and, and, and in need. We never like to close this broadcast without giving you the opportunity to become a son and a daughter of God if you are yet to be one. In John Gospel chapter 1, verse 12, we're told, As many as receive him, to then give you power to become the sons of God. If you'd like to take that bold step today, why don't you put your hand to your chest quietly and say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive my sins and give me the gift of eternal life. Ask him to my heart and ask him to my life. Ask him to be my Lord and Savior. I promise to serve you always, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm.
1: Amen. If you have prayed this prayer from your heart, I can assure you that you are now born again. Welcome to the family of God. Join us this morning at Fresh Anointing International Church, 80 Fitzgerald Avenue City Centre, in Christchurch by 10 a.m. for a life transforming service and prayers if you need one. You can write us at fresh anointing church nz at gmail.com. Please tell us about your testimony and you can also ask us a question about today's subject or previous episode. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Fresh Anointing International Church. Nz And also on Instagram. This program was brought to you by the gospel theme of the Fresh Anointed International Church, Christ Church. God bless you. Let your living water flow.